Alright, what's everyone? You fuck. <laughs> I messed up. Uh. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Trent here. Another day, another salad. Um, glad to have you uh, listening healthy with us, as always. And I'm here with Zach. Cole is not here again. Shocker. Not <laughs> Cole is having what can only be described as the equivalent of a hot girl summer. Uh, but in the fall, he's now in Hawaii for like almost like a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely bonkers. The photos look cool. And we're happy for you, Cole. Here's here's to you if you're out there listening right now. Um, but it's uh, it's Sunday. It's Tuesday when you're listening. We're excited. We're ready to go. Um, how are you doing, Zach? You doing good? You doing well? I'm good. Um, <clears throat> my birthday is tomorrow, and it's Halloween weekend, and Happy that's birthday. pretty much the favorite time of my year. Thank you, man. So, uh, yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. Um, yeah, well, uh, well, to be honest, I don't really know what to say. I feel bad. I forgot. <laughs> Dude, it's not even. It hasn't even happened yet. Chill out. It's true. Also, like you live in L.A., and also like. A happy birthday would suffice. So, <laughs> wow, way to keep your standards low. <laughs> well, I don't expect well, much happy of birthday to all of us from Salad, except Cole because he's not here. So let us show. I was the first to wish you happy birthday. <laughs> so just you is pretty much what you're saying. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. We get, Cole went to Cole went to Hawaii to celebrate my birthday. Good for him. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> and he's sending you an Instagram post as links yeah wow amazing. um we've got speaking of instagram we've got that to cover in today's pod as well as a few other things we're gonna have five ads for you today that's right we got a bonus one we're gonna be jamming through these quick keep the pacing nice and good um uh, yes good as emerald nuts would say shout out jerry yes, graf good. shout out barton f graf we missed you shout out some random person on amazon who left that mm-hmm. review shout out the random person on amazon we're gonna talk about humans getting tangled in plastic we're going to talk about Gap and the shirt that just don't quit. Uh, we're going to talk about, <laughs> you like that one? We're going to talk about Budweiser and how drinking can get you arrested on Halloween in costume. And then we're going to talk about how Miller Lite is asking people to unfollow it while they're still posting on Twitter. And then we're going to talk about a Danish anti-binge PSA that says, are you pushing the sausage? So if that sounds at all interesting to you and you're still here listening, let's get into it. Um Right up first on the docket, we've got Humans Entangled. Uh, It is a dystopian PSA uh, filmed by Bacon in Denmark for uh, plastic change. Um, And it's part of, what is it, Uh, Ocean, Our Ocean 2019 is a conference going on right now. So in this ad, you see a really just idyllic beach scene. Kids lying on his side like a French girl eating ice cream. (laughs) Uh, guy is running like he's straight out of um. Oh God, what's the lifeguard show from like the nineties? Baywatch. Baywatch. Yeah, yeah. This guy running on the beach like he's in Baywatch. A bunch of people surfing, and then suddenly you start to realize everything is not as it seems. The ice cream slides out of the boy's mouth. The surfer falls into the ocean. You see something that's pulling him down. You realize the runner isn't running at all, and then it gets even more fucking disturbing. And you realize the fucking boy's stomach is wrapped tight like a little Christmas wrapping candy thing. You know what I'm talking about? Those things you spin together. Yeah. 
white on the ends, thin in the middle. He's like a, like a tootsie by, roll. <laughs> well, well, tootsie so rolls are fat all the way through. You know the ones that uh, are like true. little poppers. Yeah, that's what they're. Oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. I'm talking some Nutcracker shit. Um, <laughs> he's his stomach is just wrapped up by the like essentially like the beer plastic things that hold beer cans together. Yeah, the plastic rings. Yeah, the plastic like rings. There we go. The surfer's pulled in by a giant heap of plastic under the water. And then you realize the runner's not even running because he's trapped by a whole group of people wrapped up in plastic. Um, I want to complain to AdAge for saying at the end of the article that it's definitely not a comfortable watch. <laughs> Would have been nice to have that up front because it is not a comfortable watch. So if you do check it out, um, you know, just be aware. Zach, what do you think? I've talked enough on this. <laughs> um. I'm going to give all of you guys a little behind the scenes here because I had the pleasure of listening to Trent watch this for the first time. <laughs> uh, and I think it, it really puts into perspective how disturbing this ad is. Uh, Trent hit play and I could hear the music going and there's, there's no um, VO or anything. It's just the, it's just the scenes that Trent just described. Um, and as the ad progressed, you hear Trent say stuff like, wait, why is the ice cream coming out of the guy's, the kid's mouth? They don't get it. And then like a few seconds later, he's like, oh my God. Uh, and stuff like that for the entire ad, just very uncomfortable noises. Uh, and that is exactly what this ad does to you. Um, it's disturbing. It, like probably one of the most disturbing PSAs I've ever seen. And to me, it's just so fascinating how changing one little aspect of an ad can do that. Uh, a lot of the ads that we see, a lot of these PSAs are similar to like the AS uh, PCA stuff where, you know, it's like you're looking at the photos of like, I mean, in ASPCA, it's the dogs with like the very sad music, like dogs that have been abused or left oh, alone. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, for a lot of the ocean stuff, it's sea turtles that are covered in plastic or fish that are stuck in, in a plastic bag, whatever it may be. You see all these images and they're showing you the real life uh images that you would see if you were to go to the ocean and you can find these animals this is what's actually happening but by just creating this dystopian world where humans are the um, species that are stuck in plastic is so disturbing it just takes it to a whole new level uh, and it really puts into perspective i feel like how serious the problem is by playing up that emotional connection obviously as humans we are more connected to other humans and so when we see human suffering in the way that animals are now that marine life is now uh it really it really gets you it makes you say shit like oh my god and oh and dude and everything that trent said when he was and a couple of bombs and i got <laughs> yeah uh i thought it was very powerful and and quite quite disturbing yeah i my big takeaway from this is humans are uh selfish and um like self-focused so make them imagine themselves in the situation if you're trying to get a cause to go through make them feel what it's like to be that make them imagine themselves in that place because we are empathetic people even if we only think about ourselves um and we empathize when we realize how it affect us and that's the biggest thing that did a good mm -hmm. job of making us empathize with that plight um Although I will say again, I don't really feel comfortable having watched it, but it was very good. That image of the kid with the with mm -mm -mm -mm. stomach wrapped in no, no. stuck in that ring is like very disturbing. Like yeah. all of them are disturbing, but that one is the most disturbing in my eyes. Like that is still ingrained in my head.
Yeah, it ain't, it ain't, um, it ain't it. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I think something that would be funny if we can ever get us all in one place again, and like we just have a room and we just it'd be funny to live react to these. <laughs> you know what that I mean? Would be the just like playing them and then our reactions to some of these things. Yeah, our hundredth episode, we'll just live react. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. I would love. Um, we're gonna move into a more positive one, although with albeit a disappointing ending. Um, Johannes Leonardo. Yep, that's right. The Johannes Leonardo from like several episodes in this podcast. You guessed it. The bold people, the really cool people that make awesome shit. They did an ad for The Gap, and I do appreciate them going in a bit of a different direction for holiday season. Um, They have a new CMO, Allegra O'Hare, and uh, she came over to Gap from Adidas, and, you know, instead of doing their kind of, like, nostalgic, jazzy musical numbers, uh, Johannes Leonardo is now doing an ad for them, and it's uh, focused on the bond between mother and son, and this boy gets his red gap hooded sweatshirt as a gift at the start of the film and then you see going through time at some one point his girlfriend is wearing it um and then at another point you know he's crying in it another point he's an older person and then his mom at the end of it regifts it to him and it's kind of like a sweet moment although there's a really weird note on the box that zach will talk about i'm sure um I just want to say, I think it's a really sweet ad that makes you ooh and ah, even if the ending with that awkward note is a little bit of a letdown. And I just think, you know, somewhere, someplace, Adam Sandler is smiling at this red hooded sweatshirt. And uh, if you got that joke, then props, because I realize it's an old reference. <laughs> what do you think, Zach? <laughs> um, I think you kind of hit it on the head in describing it. Um. Well, thank you. I do try. We'll see. You do. You do a very good job describing these ads. The story here is is heartwarming. And that's the point that they were going for. Um, It's it's really tying the emotional connection to Gap's clothing, which I mean, that's what you want to (laughs) do if you're going to if you're going to expect people to buy your clothes. But they do a really good job. (laughs) Exactly. Marketing one on one. Create an emotional connection with your product. Uh, that's exactly what they did. So props to them on that. Um, seeing the the boy grow up with his red gap hoodie and how it's, you know, the different ways he wears it. That's one of the things that I like is it, it at the same time, it shows you how as he's grown up, he wears the hoodie differently. So it gives you like a lot of the versatility of just a standard hoodie, which is nice. But it shows you, you oh, know, that's true. Show the product uh, features. when he's a kid, when he's when he's a, when he's riding on his skateboard. So sometimes the hoodie's like tied around his waist or like he's wearing the hood and nothing else. Or, you know, he's like wrapped in it because it's too big for him. Blah, 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 blah. You get to see all these different scenes throughout his life, uh, all of which he's wearing the hoodie. Um, and then when he comes back at the end, like I said, it it it. it takes a gap <laughs> get it hey um, and <laughs> my boy <laughs> and the, the, kid, the kid comes back like i don't know 20 years later 10 years later um for the holiday season and he's gifted what we all presume to be a gap sweatshirt at this point it's pretty obvious that that's what it's going to be but the note that's on it uh says because you've been there all along which just didn't really resonate to me I like after watching the ad, I was like, what do you mean you've been there all along? Yeah. Uh, coming from mom to son, I almost felt like that would be something that the son would say to the mom. I don't know. It was uh, to me that note just didn't 
it didn't capture the emotion that they'd been showing. Yeah. Um, and then also, much to that point, the kid opens it, uh, looks at it, and then right away is like, oh, and hugs his mom. And his reaction also didn't didn't do enough for me in terms of what they were showing. Like, I got so much more of the emotional connection out of just watching him wear it and, and understanding that the gift was the sweatshirt. But the actual action and the actual note on the gift really didn't do it for me. Um, it it closes with the line, uh, I think, what, gift gift the thought? Let me find it. Uh, yeah, gift the thought is the line that the ad closes with, um, which is a nice sentiment and a nice little yeah. little ending. So overall, I, I liked it. Uh, I, I liked it. Built an emotional connection, like I said, and I liked how they used the product, but that that one exchange of the mom giving the gift back gift back to him uh, kind of irked me a little bit. It's kind of jarring. It kind of broke the, uh, like the, the emotional connection there and like made you realize it was an ad again. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Cause they were telling such a good story up until then. Yeah. And then I, I, I don't, I don't have the solution, you know, like, I don't know exactly what they could have done. I don't think it even needed a note. You know, like they could have just got gotten rid of the note, like could have put a nice little red bow on there, or I guess yeah. a blue bow, you know, to match the Gap brand colors. Yeah, like like you didn't need the note because the note threw me off. I was like, what do you mean? Because you've been here all, all along. And then also, like I said, his reaction seemed like almost like you just got a gift you didn't really want, like your aunt gave you <laughs> something that you didn't really care about. Like you got clothes. <laughs> yeah, you know, like oh, clothes that I'm not gonna wear. Like it was almost like that. Like he didn't seem to actually have the emotional connection that that they made me have you know like it's almost yeah. like he didn't have that same connection with the the sweatshirt which was just weird yeah i hear that um and kind of like on an interesting note too we're gonna move into stories that are also worth retelling um drunken disorderlies getting arrested on halloween in costume <laughs> um <laughs> so budweiser has a spot um by david miami um, that Warren's drinkers, quote, don't let Halloween haunt you forever. And essentially what they did is they wanted to, they went through like casting and searched for people who were arrested for being drunk on Halloween and asked them to come in and get their photo taken in costume, like as a mugshot. So like these aren't the real mugshots. They, they reenacted them. And most of the people that were arrested on Halloween weren't in costume. So it's like, well, all right, it's not really genuine, but it's fine. I'll let it slide. I didn't even know that. That makes it even. Yeah, isn't that interesting? So it's running as digital and out of home uh, in New York, Philadelphia, and Chicago because those cities have a high rate of drinking-related arrests. And um, it's, you know, it's cool. It's it's fun. I think Zach and I talked about it a little bit, and it's like, all right, we've seen this done a lot now with from david for burger king where it's like oh man it's a photo of someone sleeping because it was so filling or oh man it's a photo of a car crashed into the restaurant and it's like you should just use burger king's delivery app or oh it's a burger king on fire because we flame grill our burgers or oh it's someone yeah like it, mm -hmm. like all of those ads individually are great but i will say i think zach and i are both getting a little bit of photo fatigue from these um i don't know zach what do you think I've taken the words out of your mouth, but, uh, you know, uh, I was going to say again, you, you hit it on the head immediately when I saw this, 
I thought of those two Burger King ads that you just mentioned, the the Burger Kings on fire and the cars that crashed into them, uh, which at the time were brilliant, especially the first one, the fire was the first one. And I loved that. Um, They were amazing. And it was, it was new and refreshing. And like the fact that they searched through the photo library and found real photos of Burger Kings on fire. Granted, most of them probably weren't on fire from the grill you know, heating up. (laughs) It was probably like an electrical fire or something, but that doesn't matter. The point was like, it really, it was a, it was attention grabbing, you know, it was daring watching a Burger King burn down and and putting that in an ad to advertise that you flame grill your burgers. Um, Even when we saw it a second time with the cars crashing into it, I think it still had somewhat of that same effect. Mm -hmm. Um, where you get to see these real live photos of something that happened being transformed into an ad to, you know, qualify, I guess, the the offer that they're making um, or per, to promote the offer that they're making to validate. That's the word I was looking for. Validate the offer that they're making. Um, but this even in, in Trent, admittedly, when I first looked at it, I didn't under I didn't realize that the photos are actually not the real mugshots. I thought they no. were. And that makes me even more disappointed yeah. uh, because at least the real mugshots still has that sort of sentiment to it where it's like it, it, it you connect with it because it's real. Yeah. You know, you connect with it like these are real photos of people who, yeah, and look to kinda, be fair, like someone driving by like your average yeah. Joe wouldn't know that it's not. So it's fine. But like, like it, it to me, it almost makes me feel like if it was like if someone had, if a creative at David came across a mug shot of someone in full costumes like yo this is great and they started building off of that then it feels a little bit more of like a genuine like okay they found this cool thing and they built into it but instead knowing that yeah. it was not real ones and they did a casting call for people who were arrested on halloween and asked those people to dress up in costume to get shot like it makes me feel like all right they had this photo idea and backed into it like instead of the other way around mm-hmm. i don't know just makes it feel a little bit less creative. Yeah. yeah, I would have liked to that point. I would have liked them to take the photo of someone getting arrested on Halloween as the inspiration and create something different. Yeah, out of it. Mm-hmm. you know what and I so mean. As a remake them using it because it's just it's seeming like we said with Burger King. It's seeming formulaic. Like to me, it's like I've, okay, I've seen this from you guys already, and and granted. Uh, this is a different brand. I know we talked about this last time. Is the fact that same agency though c- to consumers it might be new. You know, we're we're talking from a standpoint where we see all of these things. We've we're very actively following the the um, industry, and as a result, we're seeing all of this stuff in succession. Uh, so consumers might have the reaction that I described when I first saw the Burger King fire one. Uh, however. Knowing what I know about David Miami, knowing what I know about their creative capabilities and all the stuff they've done, uh, it makes me sad that they're kind of reusing Mm -hmm. ideas in a sense, you know, like reusing, like trying to create that same shock value that they captured with the first one uh, by just spinning it out in a different way. So I don't know. It, It didn't really do it for me. Yeah. But hey, it is still creative. And I think that's the, the thing that Zach and I and Cole, when he's here, have to balance is what are we thinking because we know a lot about this industry and we're in it every day versus what would a consumer when they first see it be thinking? And there is a difference there. There's a complete difference because your experiences influence your perceptions. And 
you know, I think it's still a creative ad. I think we're just saying we know David can do better. And so we hope that they don't continue to stay super formulaic with these things. Yeah. And, and maybe not even like that. You're right. Like it's, it's one of the best and, and that's the thing. And the line, I really like, don't let Halloween haunt you forever. Drink wiser. It's a great I line. like that. You know what I mean? Especially with the fun too. It's of like just, Budweiser, you know, I don't know if you guys just automatically. Yeah. Drink on that, wiser, but... Budweiser. Um, I just can't, I, it just, like you said, it makes me sad that they're reusing the same idea. Yeah. Or are very similar. And just as a side note, Be Wiser, Budweiser is a great campaign extension <laughs> that would certainly get yes. shut down uh, by the FTC immediately. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't imply beer makes you smart, but it is, it is great. <laughs> um, beer makes you Beer smart. being smart, um, Miller Lite actually is being really smart about social media and the damages it does to mental health. Um and it's essentially asking people to unfollow it on Instagram. If you go to their Miller Lite Instagram page now, all that remains is, of course, a stylized Instagram series of three, uh, three by three photo of a black can uh, for blackout. And uh, really not a great tie in there because you could be blackout drunk too. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's partnered with a minute 30 spot that essentially shows someone <laughs> that got you. I'm getting you today, Zach. I like this. Oh, that was um, funny. <laughs> but uh it, it has a 90 second spot of a guy walking through a downtown setting and he's being followed everywhere he goes by these giant crowds and there's people trying to take photos of him and then he walks by like there's a shoe drop and someone's taking photos of him with his new shoes and then there's a neon sign above it that says jealous uh essentially all it is is a big metaphor for being followed on social media and the pressures that come with having everyone following you and watching your every move and feeling like they need updates and taking photos of you and posting it and essentially makes you feel super stressed and panicked. The ad is great. Although as um, I forget which reporter it was from AdAge, but I remember seeing that a reporter from AdAge tweeted at Miller Lite asking why they were asking them to be unfollowed on Instagram, but were still busy tweeting on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, to which the brand responded that they have many different beer brands and support Miller Lite's specific initiative on Instagram, but they got other people to take care of. That was the gist of it. <laughs> so it's not super ringing true, but it at least is a cool thing. And as part of it, if you send a, a proof, like a screenshot to Miller Lite through a certain website uh, that you unfollowed them, they'll send you free beer. Of course, not all states can allow that because of uh, Tide House laws and different alcohol liquor laws. But <laughs> hey. It's a first step, right? Um, <laughs> Zach, what do you think? I think we can cheers to this, um, but, uh, you know, there's also maybe a little bit left wanting. Well, what do you think? Yeah, well, to me, here's the thing is in, in when I first saw this headline, I, I almost rolled my eyes. Uh, uh, yeah. The whole Miller Lite asked people to unfollow it on social media. I was like, all right, cool. Like, cool. Whatever, dude. It sounded almost too gimmicky to me. Uh, that part of it. Just because I was like, I get what you're trying to say here, but like, ooh, look at us. We're so daring. Like, everyone wants more followers, but we want you to unfollow us type thing. I thought it was kind of dumb. I'm I'm not going to lie. Um, however, the ad itself, I actually really, really liked. Uh, and that kind of reinstated it as one of my um, one of my favorite campaigns that I saw this week just because I love the storytelling part of how they did all of this 
the the image of the people, the followers, as as they call them, kind of chasing these people around in real life was awesome. Yeah. I love that they shot it in black and white and put it to music. Uh, all of that just sort of brings the campaign together to me. Um, and I really love the line that they went with, which was uh, a few followers or sorry, a few friends are better than a few thousand followers. Here's to the original social media. Uh, I really, really liked that part of it. And so this was like one of those weird things where to me, when I first read the headline, it, it almost sounded like a, a gimmick. I was like, this is very gimmicky. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. But then after watching the ad, I really, I really enjoyed the message. And from there, you know, I like the extension that they made by actually giving you beer if you show that you unfollowed them. Yeah. But I still just don't understand the unfollow thing. I don't think they needed to do that part of it to get the point across. And to me, it, it's almost better without it. But I don't know. That's my opinion. I want to hear what you think because I didn't tell you that one beforehand because I wanted you to react to it live. Uh, we'll do it live on here. Um, so tell me what you think. It's a good point to call out. I think the ad in itself is great. The headline that they wrote for it is great. The website initiative of trading in the beer is a nice tie-in but it is interesting like to your point do you need the social component i almost feel like i feel like one of two things happened they either came up with the idea the like the news headline of miller light asks people to unfollow it and then they backed into the mm -hmm. video or they came up with this idea of hey let's do something around beer and friends being the original social media and then how do we demonstrate that and i'd like to think that that is the way they went about it. Um, yeah. It almost feels like the Instagram component of it is like, a, hey, we don't want to be called out as hypocritical, so should we like make sure that it doesn't look like we even have an Instagram? I feel like maybe that's what happened. Um, mm -hmm. It does feel a little bit heavy-handed with the social part, but I, I do appreciate it. I think, um, even though I think we all know that in like two weeks, Miller Lite will be posting about their next campaign, it is just kind of a, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a way to get people who may not be watching TV or may not be seeing these ads where they're normally placed to be like, whoa, what the fuck's going on with my Instagram? You know what I mean? Why is Miller Lite posting mm -hmm. all these like photos of a, a black can and asking me to unfollow them? So I, th I think it, I think it helps mm -hmm. bring it together, but you, you do have a good point about it feeling a little bit uh, heavy handed, a little bit unnecessary to the rest of the good creator. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, the the line, a few friends are better than a few thousand followers, to me, just has a little bit of a different sentiment than And also, you know, I don't you appreciate I mean? them making it seem like that's like the standard amount of followers. Like, who just has a few thousand followers lying around if you're older than like yeah. 18? <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're an influencer. Very it's true. Like <laughs> Very true. Um. But yeah, so that was the thing that I was like, I understand the line a few friends have read and a few thousand followers makes me makes me think of, okay, don't obsess over getting more followers. Uh, go out and hang out with your friends. You know what I mean? Like, remember that real connection matters and matters a lot. Yeah. I don't understand what unfollowing you has to do with that as much. You know what I mean? I feel like there's just a little bit of a, it's almost like they're two separate ideas in a sense or two separate messages to me and maybe i'm just overthinking it but that's kind of where i felt a little bit of like when i read the headline and first clicked on the the article 
I was not expecting what the ad was because there, that's not what I thought was going to come up. Yeah. Um, and then after seeing the ad, I was like, oh, that's a lot different than I thought it was going to be because it just seems like they were a little bit just disconnected. I don't know. Almost like sometimes be... you can almost do too much and less is more. Is it? Mm-hmm the way to do it and and speaking of doing too much i think that's a problem that people have in denmark uh the danes have a really big issue with pressure to drink apparently which i was not aware of um which led to a very interesting kind of bonus psa we wanted to put in here that asks people if they're pushing the sausage um and it's very weird kind of uncomfortable ad too but with some funny uh i feel like stylization and 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 directing where uh essentially there's a guy talking in front of a camera like your classic PSA uh, about his friends and how they all trust and respect each other's boundaries and all that kind of stuff. But you see him like essentially always getting hounded with people handing him another sausage, whether it's in a giant glass or just a little tiny, little tiny wiener sausage, like a little shot sausage, if you will. But the sausage symbolizes alcohol and shows how all these people are just really pushing it on each other. And especially on this, this main character that we follow um, and it, it is kind of meant to encourage you to uh, not push alcohol, to drink responsibly, all that good stuff. But the metaphor for it, the way they showed it, I thought was kind of interesting. What do you think, Zach? Um, yeah, nothing like bringing light to uh, binge drinking than watching someone chug sausage. It, it is very uncomfortable to uh, see like, ooh. <laughs> like sausage because... on a funnel tube. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, like this is, I mean similarly to the first ad we talked about uh this one's disturbing it's disturbing in a different way this one is like the the stomach type of disturbing uh and i say that just because like when you're watching this person just consume ungodly amounts of sausage uh it really makes you think about how much alcohol you're consuming you know um obviously that's the metaphor so it's doing its job exactly bravo but (laughs) but um it's just oh it's just gross like it makes you want to throw up which you know happens when you drink too much alcohol too um but also at the same time i i really like the execution i think the sausage was a brilliant metaphor like using actual sausage because one it it makes you uncomfortable like I've been speaking to, but two, there are so many different variations of sausage and they use those perfectly throughout this spot. Like you said, like the little sausage links that they use as like shots. And then like, you get like the, the giant sausage that he gets at the end, which is like resemblant of like a Stein. You know what I mean? Like just the different types and sizes of drinks that you could get throughout the night are represented by different types and sizes of sausage. Uh, And I think that is what gives it, that's what kept me intrigued you know what i mean yeah uh from the from the disturbing standpoint like it wasn't comfortable to watch this thing but from a creative standpoint i liked seeing the different uses of sausage throughout the entire spot and it kept me it's two minutes long you engaged so that's what kept me engaged was seeing how they kept rethinking the sausage and how it could be used to represent alcohol and so I thought it was really well done for that reason, because without that, without the sausage, if it, if it was just one type of sausage the whole time or or something else that wasn't uh, as easily utilized to in different uh, capacities to make the different types of drinks, 
I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. So I thought they did a really good job in in choosing sausage and, and that this was a really smart execution. Yeah. Um it is cool to see. I think that like the of the stuff we've seen this week that we you know looked at and then ultimately decided to talk about, it's cool to see um some creativity in the PSA standpoint. Uh I think we had two PSAs in this set. Yeah. Force you to look at an issue in a new light. Um, which I think is fun. Metaphors are always good. Uh, putting humans in the shoe of other things is always helpful. Um, and then we saw the sweet little gap. We saw the funny, the funny <laughs> Halloween little... costumes, but ultimately a little bit stale at this point. And you know, Miller Lights doing a lot, but doing a little too much. Um, but it's been a good week. I think uh, you know we're excited to uh, keep looking at what's coming up on the horizon. Uh, I'm going to a cool event. I guess technically it was last night when you're listening, but Monday night I'm going to an event uh, at 72 and Sunny where we're hosting ConCreates, which is a ad agency. I don't know if you've heard of them, Zach, but they're an ad agency yeah. run by formerly incarcerated individuals, and they use uh, incarcerated individuals' talent, um, and it essentially helps like give a creative voice to people who have made mistakes in their life and they're trying to turn their life around and get experience while still in prison to then, you know, be able to land on their feet when they get out. And it, you know, it's kind of a cool initiative. So I'm excited to listen to that. I'll definitely share any cool details I hear from that next week. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. Hopefully we'll have Cole back next week because Cole is not here. We're also going to not do a Thursday episode this week. So I hope you enjoy these bite-sized takes. We want to give you an extra one this week. So you got a little bit more to chew on, a little bit more to think about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> chew on. There we go. Hostages. Um, <laughs> finger guns uh, at the ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all I have for us this week. Uh, you got anything you want to say, Zach, before we sign off? Uh, nope. I think that's it. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's it. There we go. That's it, people. You heard it here first. Uh, we are going to wrap up, but uh, we'll see you again back here next Tuesday. Hope you have a good one. All right. Have an ad-tastic week. That's it. Screw you, Cole. <laughs> Enjoy the line now. <laughs> <laughs>